Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Halt and Catch Fire After Show. Season finale. Season finale. We are so excited to talk about season two, episode 10. It's the end. It's called Heaven is a Place. My name is Isaac Johnson. Hold on, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson. <laughs> Dave is so excited to introduce himself. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, this is Isaac is showing the most chest hair out of this entire season. Okay, um, Dave. So we can tell it's how, the season finale. How about you just introduce yourself? No, no. We, we talked about maybe getting naked on the season finale. Obviously, you didn't you want to take about it all that. the way there. But you, you talked about close. it, Dave. I knew you were going to be here. I wanted to give you something to look at. And we can tell you shave your What's your name, sir? Very manly. David Abbott here. Uh, I do not shave my chest. Uh, you can <laughs> follow me at GoBlueDave on the Twitter. Uh, Dave Abed, D-A-V-E-A-B-E-D, on Instagram. And we have a very special guest. The specialist. What? On the show today, <laughs> Megan Hayes. You may know her as Alicia from the episode one of the season. That's right. What's Megan, up, y'all? How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm in a little, you know, sad after that episode. Uh, yeah. Like we said, when we were watching, a very uplifting episode. Everybody got what they wanted. It's a oh, very special mm-hmm. Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, wait, no. This is Halt and Catch Fire. wasn't uh, great. I mean, it was a great, but it wasn't uplifting. No. Is what I mean, um, Megan, how did you feel about this episode? Well, I mean, it was great. I totally called it that they're all going to move to California. You did. Didn't I? You did. You did. We should have had you predicting in here all season. Well, it just it, was, it sniffed of weeds. I mean, like I was saying, like <laughs> I can't remember if it was between season three or four that mm, they all left yeah, yeah, yeah. San Diego. Anyway, um. I mean, I thought it was great. The, the acting on the show is always just phenomenal, mm-hmm. and the writing. But Joe is uh, just Joe is so frustrating and so heartbreaking mm-hmm. and so everything. Speaking of him being everything, your scene um, in, yes. the, the, in episode one was with Lee Pace. So it was. Tell us about how dreamy he really is. Oh, in real life, he's yeah. was the consummate professional. Super sweet. Told mm-hmm. me places to hang out out here. We, like, exchange like, where he should hang out in Atlanta, because that's where I'm originally from. Nice. He just could not have been lovelier. Oh, so and then awesome. also, after it was, we were all wrapped and said and done, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to tell him that I loved him in Pushing Daisies. Did you guys watch that show? Oh, no. no. Of course. He was great. One of my favorites. Yeah, the pie ma- exactly yeah. the pie maker. So I, after we were done, I went, I ran over to him, and he's like ten feet tall. So I yeah. felt like a twelve year old being like, "Hey, Mister," you know, grabbing <laughs> it. Excuse me, excuse me, Mister. And I was like, "Hey, um, I know everybody probably tells you this, but um, you were amazing on Pushing Daisies." And he was like, "Oh my God, you know, no one tells me that, so thank you." Really? So, I would have yeah. thought that come up more, but no, that's awesome. And I love that show. It was so good. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, talk to us about how you felt. 
Um, <clears throat> I'm fighting a cold today, so if I sound less dreamy than normal, uh, please clear your throat. throat. Right into that mic one more time. It my throat has been me. scratching. Yes. <laughs> uh, I thought it was. Uh, you know, it seems TV loves depression these days. Yes. You know, you think back to the '60s and the '70s. Everything's feel good now. Like if it feels good, it almost doesn't feel like modern television anymore, unless you're sure. Modern Family. Uh, so a lot of depression. Uh, I was reminded of True Detective in that I remember someone said like, "Oh, this seems like it's just the worst day in every." Everybody's life, mm-hmm. and uh, this episode seemed like that. Though it came semi happy <clears throat> at the end, and it was uplifting it, towards it, the end. It was enough uplifting for me not to be like, "Oh, these guys are <laughs> too bad for them." But uh, again, <laughs> except for for Gordon, that was <laughs> Gordon did seem. Uh, you know, that was one of my biggest thoughts. It's like, what's up? This whole season for Gordon has been so weird, right? Like his character just kind of did circles and circles, and almost just a big downward spiral, and he didn't really go anywhere. Right? Is that the first guy we're talking about? Yeah, Gordon. We'll, so we'll we talk to him. I'd, I'd like yeah. to get my thoughts in. Oh, okay. Mind. Well, 20 minutes later, here we go. I well, want to hear I've been, your thoughts. I've been waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> well, that'll never happen. That'll <laughs> never great. happen. Um, <laughs> man. Well, in, in talking about that, it was obviously not uplifting. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, what we're talking, you're saying like, oh, old shows used to end with like a nice little bow on the end, like Full House or something. Anybody remember right. that finale? Say by the bow. Yeah, Zach exactly. Morris didn't get the girl all the time, but eventually he did. Right. Oh, of Friends. course. But mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's its like real life. You know, like, you rarely get moments where there's like, hey, everybody wins. Sometimes you do, though. Not, I mean, sometimes you do, but not all the time. It is like real life, but it's like the darkest yes. underbelly of real life. Absolutely. We're like, hey, by the way, a fair abortion. Who's worse? Yeah. Like, this well... Is- Speaking of that, Gordon tells the truth. So. And, she, and Donna does it. She withheld it. I predicted that. I predicted that, Dave, actually. No. No, you, you said, no, she's going to tell him. She didn't. I just, said she's going to tell him? Just gonna, No, you said she is going to tell Gordon about the, the abortion. And I said, absolutely not. Hmm. I don't remember saying that. Well, you don't remember a lot of things, Dave. I remember the most important things. I don't remember that. Okay, well, let's get into this. Let's talk about Gordon. He's going to group therapy there. He seems to be taking it very well <laughs> mm-hmm. in stride, just very cooperative, um, or or not. Uh, it seems like, uh, although I, I will say that Gordon, the character, got to do a little bit of acting, and I'm just going to say it a little indicating for me. You, you, you know what I'm talking about here? He when he's in group therapy. The group yeah, therapy. the guy, the uh, the group therapy leader there asks him what's going on about the glasses. Or well, I think that was the point, was, obviously. Was your you're moment. being sarcastic. I am being sarcastic. Oh, I can never tell. You have that stone face. <laughs> it's, the, it's just, all the just full of compliments today. Um, <laughs> I thought, based on last episode, that was going to be the moment where he was going to, for some reason, bring up the affair. And that's how. I thought in that moment, that's when Donna was going to figure that out. You thought he was going to bring up the affair at the group therapy? Yeah, I thought it was, he'd be like, I can't find my glasses, and then break down and like, oh, I can't get over this guilt I have for the affair. Obviously, that didn't happen, and it just was a big symbol that he wasn't taking it seriously. I honestly thought he was never going to bring up the affair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, since it was like that one time, one moment. Yeah, it just seems so reeling big from to, his illness. To end the thing. season with both of them not revealing it just seemed too. I don't know. It's such two big yeah. moments in the show for well, neither of them to be revealed. And that's a little bit why I sort of predicted that that Gordon would say it. Also, just kind of a, a bit about his character. I just saw him as the kind of guy that couldn't keep that in forever. Right. I didn't think that it would come out so aggressively when he did it. And it really only came out because of the kids. Yeah. Dad, right. yeah, it's a secret. Oh, there's those freaking kids again. Yeah, well, she wants to know what the fight's about, why are you taking the girls to stay in a motel or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I thought that 
I mean, obviously, it's good that he told her, but it seemed like he kind of moved past it kind of quickly to be like, look, it was a mistake and all these kinds of things. But, you know, I mean, in in real life, hopefully this never happens to any of us, but... We're the only one married, so hopefully it doesn't happen. Well, people can cheat on each other who aren't married as well, Dave. uh, Just the private talks I've had with your wife, I don't want to hear any more about it. What have you been talking about my wife? Well, (laughs) she she told me a lot of things. Okay, well, let's hear about that later. (laughs) So Um, cryptic. Yeah. What's my wife's name since you've um, talked to her Penelope. so many times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as many syllables, but not even close. Right. She's not an actor. That's a I know yeah, that. Yeah, she's also not an actor. No. Smart, new, yeah, classic. So, yeah. Accountant. One of us had to be the responsible one. <laughs> That's right. Gotta have one, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, let's talk about him and Donna, because, well, we are talking about him and Donna, but what do we think, of, though, of, of the scene there when he's kind of coming clean? Well, um, it did. I agree that he's like, I cheated on you. By the way, it's your fault. Uh, tough tactic. To, it was your fault. He was just kind of more like, I didn't mean it. It was a mistake. Which well, he yes. did make a good point though about her because the whole season, I'm like, she's being very absent from the marriage, mm-hmm. and every time he is trying to get close to her because it can't. It's not so easy to be like, hey, I'm dying or I'm sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And every time he tried to reach out to her, she was always it's completely true. unavailable, yeah. which I found frustrating for him. Yeah, yeah. And you, I, mean, you, I really do. Loves Scoot McMary quite a bit. So oh, yeah. awesome. I he's might great. be uh, biased. No, no, he's great. He's amazing. So when you hear, I mean, uh, when you listen to any love line show or something, that most you know, most times people have an affair because they're feeling they're not getting something from the marriage. So I thought it was like very clinical reason that he had the affair, and they obviously had to fast track them getting you know resolving it for the purposes of time on television. Right. But uh, my biggest question was, I, I mean, I, I liked his way of just letting it all out, but I was really curious to see how Donna would take it in and she seemed to I don't know take it the best that she could kind of um I don't know how great it's taken and if you're like considering divorce oh, and, of course you're gonna get I mean who wouldn't you consider divorce if your wife was like by the way banged a dude uh, yeah, his absolutely. name was Dave then yeah. you'd be like I'd never get or back Megan. With you. right or what? Megan what <laughs> what if she went by you don't even know it would never happen she's very loyal and that's what they said Okay. <laughs> well, no, they had been rocky for a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, my marriage is not in a rocky state. Right, no, this no is one also thinks the Holton Catch Fire show. So right, well, it's important we personalize these things. Yeah. Um, is it? <laughs> yes, that way the people at home can better understand. Um, so, I, it was weird that she gave him this ultimatum in the house, though. What did you think about the ultimatum? Um, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you find out that your partner has cheated on you and broken mm-hmm. your marriage vows. I think an ultimatum is... I mean, personally, I don't know that I would give a second chance. But right. Well, do you think the reason she does, though, is because she knows she's holding this secret inside, and she thinks, well, maybe we were we both made mistakes, and this does deserve a second chance. I still think it's not okay of her for to have not said anything about that. Yeah. Right. Well, it's interesting, too, that he's like, what is this, like a blackmail or whatever he calls it? Extortion. Extortion, yeah. yeah. Extortion in a playhouse. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe the first the time. That's the worst guy. That's the first thing. It's an AMC first, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. I mean, I, it, it makes some kind of sense for her to to try to find a solution and and be involved with him again. And at the very least, they would be working together. She doesn't like that they've had like one person up, one person down. Let's let's throw all our chips in here together. But I don't like that she didn't tell him. I mean, I did predict right. that, but I don't like that at all. And it, her ultimatum wasn't an unfair ultimatum. I don't think it was no. trying. No. It was all in an effort to repair things mm-hmm. and make things better. So. Yeah, really interesting stuff there. Well, um, 
The first person that she goes to, we'll segue into Cameron here, is, is Cameron when she finds, when, after she hears the news about this, which is uh, an interesting person to go to. I really like that moment because yeah. I, I think we've all had moments in our lives where something bad happened and you don't know who to talk to, but you just kind of pick someone and like, I have to get this off my chest right now. Of course. And you really felt that in that moment. And, and it really was a good did, moment because yeah. even you there had that moment with Cameron. In the beginning of the episode, where she was being her old self, as of you course. commented audibly yeah, during the episode, yeah, yeah. there she goes again, emotional and Sally. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't the, call her Sally, right? But you meant it in your eyes. I saw it. Um, and but then, then how? But how many friends does Donna have? That's what right. I was going to say. She really doesn't have another person to go to. So yeah. this is the person that she would go to. And surprisingly enough, Cameron actually gives her some fairly solid advice. Mm-hmm. At least we'll call it. At least it's it. She is. Saying I, you know, I don't know what it's like to be married, but we can start over here in California. You know, this this is kind of at least a good way to go. Any thoughts? She, I mean, I, it's rare that Cameron makes things not about her right. and her angst. So mm-hmm. I thought that was great that she actually, you know, tried with Donna. Mm-hmm. Do you think the? Uh, and I'm just thinking of this now. Do you think her relationship with the Tom situation and maybe some inner turmoil she was going through with that had some impact on how she was better able to maybe understand what Donna was going through in that moment? Uh, it's possible. I don't. I didn't have that specific thought. It did seem like she finally gave Donna a little bit of like, I can't do this without you, which is a very good, right. honest moment mm-hmm. for her to have because. Her sort of character arc this whole season has been like, why is everyone against me? Yeah. And like, they're not against you. Even in this episode, Donna's giving her some fairly solid advice about working with Telenet there. You know, like, we can't afford to do this on our right. own. We, we are going to have to answer to someone. She gives that whole, like, Navy submarine yeah. uh, analogy that mm-hmm. was kind of over my head. Well, and you are uh, right. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was a little esoteric. But I mean, something we have about to, semen. Uh, if you want to ride, drive a submarine, you have to join the navy. Right. Yeah. I, think she's I mean, who yes. hasn't said that in a fight? Yesterday. Uh, or yesterday. This uh, morning. But yeah. we have to like Cameron's character, obviously. So I think these oh, I are the, the, these are the moments when you know she gets grounded, and again, we're kind of renewed in our faith in mm-hmm. her and her humanity. So well, and also it's fun to watch how what a train wreck she is most of the time. And right. fun, also, but frustrating. Frustrating, yeah. definitely. But mm-hmm. also, she fusses up earlier in season two. That community is the most important aspect. Yeah. Wow, well, we know that. Yes. Yeah, so at least she admits that to Donna. I think she sort of finally like relented to that position yeah. because right. she wanted the games to work so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, they're developing a mutiny game there. We've got a, like a little eight bit lev, which is kind of cool to see. Really? Yeah, you didn't see that. Anybody? Yes. Is I anybody saw else it. watching this episode? Uh, wait, what? Wait. Yes, I did know that was a wait, co- was, computer what? game they were playing. They were playing a computer oh, yeah, game. No, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you meant like in real. Life. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, really? That's crazy. Just kidding. No, we oh, no, 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 no. Although I believe, no, I remember them watching. I think this. last season you could play one of the games on the website that they developed. I'm not sure, but no. In, in the show. Quick question from the beginning of the episode. They, uh, Mutiny was having a lot of, like, success again. So are we just to assume that because of the other uh, companies, Jacob's company went down with this virus, that everyone then just flew back to Mutiny? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, like, their or West Group is screwed. Right. That's what I wrote down. Yes. Another word that rhymes with ucked. But, um, right. Mucked. Yes, yes, mucked. They're mucked. Yeah, right in the muck. Um, but uh, <laughs> what do we think of this plan of hers to... I mean, I guess it works out in the end that they... I can't remember. Uh, all these tech things really fly by me. But 
of, of moving to California, buying their own like diesel sub in the analogy there. What do we think of that? Oh, what do we think of it? I mean, I don't know. It seems like kind of a Hail Mary. Everything is going well. And then, I don't know. Was that really like the crux of them not being able to... Th- this seemed like... I don't know. This seemed like a problem that they had kind of been dealing with, but was it really their biggest problem? As a company, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was fairly frustrated with Cameron not listening to anyone's advice about... Right. But Cameron's so good at getting in over her head. Right. And this is, I feel like this is just one more venture where yes. they're going to yeah. be in over their exactly. head and how they scramble. It could yes. be, but at least for the moment, it seems like it is a, a solution to be sort of completely autonomous as a company... Well, it makes um, sense. And, and also where they can't be screwed again by mm-hmm. another bigger company, you know, telling it's trying to raise the prices on them already. I don't know how long it's been, but it seems like things are working. They've got their community back. They've got the new game there. Even Yo-Yo's back, which I was excited to see him That's back. That's the big dude? Yeah, the mm-hmm. big dude. Um, and so, it, yes, it may be something where she'll fall on her face again, but I don't know. Hopefully not. It just seems like it, it's at least she... Was it finally insistent about something that could actually propel them forward rather than something that is just where I don't... I mean, she's a huge risk taker. That's what she does. Right. Yeah. And and maybe this is a risk (laughs) worth taking. Who knows? Yeah. Um, One risk that she's uh, considering taking, again, is Tom. I know. I'm team Tom for sure. I have to say... I love Tom. I applaud his his decision at the end to not go... is it is it necessarily his well, decision? Is he going to pull a good bull hunting it's, it's and like hop in his car it's and drive to San Francisco? Great reference, by the way. Um, <laughs> go see about a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go see about her, Tom. Well, um, let's take it on what we know now, which okay, is that he sure. didn't go. And yeah, I mean, she screwed him. She he lays his heart out on the line. She says no, mm. and then he leaves. She doesn't give chase ever. And then a month later, she just walks in and says, "Give up everything, come take another chance on me, and come take another chance on me." And me. I mean, a month is really not that long of a time of a break. I mean, I know you're like it's a month later, but it's really it's just it a month is later. if you break someone's heart and then don't talk to them and then just come in and say, "Hey, we're moving." Come then what is he, then he's just like a little puppy dog following along. Well, no, that's the best Cameron can do. <laughs> to eat crow. I mean, she's doing the best well, she can. That's not good enough for Tom. <laughs> well, no, obviously not, because he doesn't show up. But I'm just saying in the good. grand scheme of things, you one go? month is... Okay, so if some guy broke your heart and then you left your girlfriend, your boyfriend and your job, and then Dave a month later this guy's like, no strong feelings me, about this, by Excuse me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> minus the breaking your heart and you, you left the job, come to California with me. Let's start over. You would just say, okay? I would consider it. Well, Tom did consider it. And he, will, and he could still I, he, he could still, still could be considering. Go. Now, Dave, I would I would urge you to listen to the advice of the woman on our panel because maybe this will come in handy for you later. <laughs> no, no. I was um, so I, do I just sound weak? Well, I, would right. cons- I would no. consider it. Well, consider it, guys. Maybe, guys. I'll agree. A month, a month is enough time to let everybody cool down, kind yeah, of exactly. rethink the situation, realize what you've lost or yes. what you want back. Right. I'm sure he misses her because he I mean, he dropped the love on her, yeah. the love bomb on her. Though, mm-hmm. So. Um, I think that it is a bit, um, I don't know, kind of like her say anything moment there, like with, you know, outside the house Mm, with like, mm -hmm. come on to California with us, it's going to be awesome. But at the very least, I do like her going to him. I mean, she doesn't necessarily admit fault, but she's like, I want you to be there. That's as much, I think that's admitting fault for Cameron, for sure. Probably about as far as she can go. And it it is a definitive statement that she wants something long-term, I guess. And we end the season with her not getting what she wants, which, you know, all season she demands getting Mm -hmm. what she wants. And so it almost, 
There's yeah. a small part of all of us, I think, mm-hmm. that's like, you know what, Carolyn, here you go. You're getting what you deserve in the end. Yeah, I think it's smart on the writers to do yeah. that. Because then, then otherwise we'd be like, well, she can act however she wants. Yeah, and, she get, yeah, and yeah. no consequences. Exactly. So it is a good consequence for her, although I kind of hope that he gets on that plane. I kind of do that or at least drives or something. Well, yeah. we did hear that he booked the big movie, so maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe he's just doing it because he's unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Well, we Who don't knows? know if there's a season three. But right. I, I like the actor, so it'd be cool to see yeah, him. Yeah, he's we do great. Too. I just, he's their great. whole relationship was just so cute, I thought. Yes. Yeah, well, he's, he's good for her. I think my... Mom is on the phone. Okay, well let's um oh, let's just check in real quick. Um, we have on the phone Miss Abbott to give us her thoughts <laughs> on the episode. This is Dave's mom, in case you didn't know. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> We're good. How are you? I'm very good. Although I'm a little bummed that this is going to be the last time you guys are on and going to be analyzing the show. Well, we know that uh, my mom has been our biggest fan all yes. texting. And I, I just spent 10 minutes texting my mom just how to call into this episode. So, Hi, But mom. she figured it out. Hi. Mom, you want to give us your... I love this show. Good. You want to give us your thoughts on this last episode as a new fan of the uh, series this season? You've followed us and the show from the beginning. Not in season one either, like, like Mother Like son and but just this season and uh what were your thoughts from the beginning of the season to now and then the final episode well probably the reason i um picked this particular time to call in because i was really agreeing with you dave um about Thank you. uh about tom i was like yes he didn't show up he's not doing it you know, you show up, you're just reinforcing Cameron the way she does things and to just keep doing it that way. And so I I was really happy. I felt like it was going to be way too clean of a cut to have everyone on board that plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, our, a great happy ending when, you know, I just thought that that was great that he didn't. Even though it kind of left things unsettled, I thought it was much better ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. Any other, what, how, what are your final feelings on the season as a whole? Well, I, I hate the fact that it's over. I am I'm really bummed. I almost felt a little bit at the end um, that it was almost like too much setting it up for the next show. It's like, oh, there's everyone walking on the plane, and mm-hmm. there's all people that are going to be in the next season, and there's such and such. And So I almost felt like maybe that was a little bit too much about setting it up, but right. mm-hmm. uh, but I, I completely love this show. I mean, to get in, when I start wa- watching it, it's like, I don't get what's going on. I don't get <laughs> right. I, I I'm completely lost. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave it, you know, two two times, and the, the characters I love with, you know, and each one, oh my gosh, Joe is fantastic with his expressions and how he gets into things so um you know you really they they really built up each character and um i just had the biggest time time i think with cameron yeah um it's probably the one just felt like it's kind of i don't know spoiled or something (laughs) (laughs) all everything we don't know what she's showing her backstory but it could be that she was spoiled as a child all of the above now before we let you go i just want to know miss abed what do you think of dave's humor on our show here (laughs) is it your favorite specifically about all the innuendos I'll have you know, my I mom love, got me a shirt I when love, I was in high school that said Steel <laughs> Erection, a construction company, and it was just a All big right. well, let's truck. Hear, let's hear her Steel, answer. like S-T-E-E-L. Yes. That's good. <laughs> Go ahead, Mom. 
So what is your question? What do you think about Dave's humor, specifically about all the innuendo? He seems to need a date. I, you know, I love the banter back and forth oh. and the the comments that are like serious comments, but you're laughing after they've been made. You know, it's like, sure. yeah, that was great, and and yeah, I, I I love Dave's humor, and sure. I and you two together, I think, have just been. Awesome. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. It's funny. It's insightful. Magic Johnson um, and Larry Bird. I, I thoroughly Aww. enjoyed it. You guys are all excellent. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> we we really you appreciate much. you watching and commenting each week. It's been awesome. Uh, thank you for raising Dave into like a passable human being. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I tried my best. You did. Oh, you, did job. you did a great job. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you hopefully next season. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Mom. Talk to All you later. Right. Here's Mom. Bye. 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 That was Bye-bye. sweet. Where does Mom? That was cute. Michigan. Yeah. Thanks. I heard a little accent. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. Well, let me take a quick little break here and talk about iTunes, folks. Uh, head over to iTunes. Give us a rating and review on our show here. After Buzz TV has over 100 hours of content every week, talking about TV, a lot of back and forth banter. Maybe not quite as good as Dave and I, but we appreciate Don't mess with the best. We appreciate that you'd come. Yes. Do not mess with the best. We appreciate it if you go over there and give us a rating and review. Give us five stars. If you made it to episode 10, you love us. So just give us five stars. Don't fight it. Um, and we did not have any new iTunes reviews, but I do want to give a quick shout-out here to Shamir Kelly, who tweeted us today. He says, I have to say before it ends that the two of you are so funny and entertaining and have me laughing through the entire show. Nice. So thank you, Shamir, for doing that for us. Please head over there and do it. You know, they say if you can change one life, then you've really done it. So we have. All right. I don't know if that's life-changing, but uh, it is. We change our life. Life-affirming, for sure. Life-affirming. I'm moved. You're, you've been, you yes, too. she's been touching wow. my leg this whole show. My, life, my life's work is I have, done. I can't control myself. I know, it's okay. Not many people can. Awesome. You're irresistible. I know, well, listen, you're just Don't preaching to what Isaac says every week. Don't no stroke his ego. Um, so let's talk about Bosworth real quick, just because he oh, had, yeah. uh, it seems like we were, we were like, oh, what, what job is he going to get? He's not going to work at Mutiny anymore, and it makes, to me, a lot of sense that his son would get him the job. Yep. He's kind of holding court there with his, with his new uh, work buddies there. Telling his uh, country stories like he does. Yeah, um, so good at those country stories. Yeah, he's so, so he, like, good. I, you don't know what he's talking about half the time, but it's just so charming. It's, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Well, it's interesting if you remember back. I mean, what first or second episode? He, he his son won't even allow him in his own wedding. The mom see. wouldn't allow. Oh, the him. mom wouldn't yeah. allow. It, but they right. had to speak in a car, and right. we we're like, "Where is this going to go?" And then, so it's really been a journey. We haven't seen his son that much, but we know behind yeah. the scenes, it's been. Well, it's nice to see that come full circle because it, even in that in the car, he says, "You know, I'm not mad at you. I found a way to forgive you, right?" And still being, you know, involved in his life. Well, and answer? also not being able to, you know, no one hiring him or being willing to hire him, and just right. seeing that he's got, you know, on his feet again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems which like, I and I love that he, I love that he. Uh, goes back to mutiny that made me really happy yeah well it was nice to see him jump on that plane and everyone cheer just going crazy yeah he's almost like a company mascot or something you know he's the the guy that riles everybody else. he's dad yeah, yeah, I mean, and it, it falls into the overarching theme of everyone in the show is trying to find their place. I mean, all the male characters mm-hmm. are trying to are spent this entire season figuring out where they fit. So, yeah. it was, uh, but the big moment I think for him was seeing after. So, what do you think? I mean, I think we know what it was, but we might as well verbalize. I mean, what was it, the changing moment in Boz's in that scene where we see it in Boz's eyes that this isn't the place for me? What do you think the exact moment was? The guy telling that story. Yeah, He's but just... the coffee about the board was it just like? Like a fakeness that he didn't like, or what do you guys think? To, to me, I yeah. felt like it was his 
been there, done that, and oh, mm, done with okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say that um, maybe too reminiscent of Cardiff Electric, his oh. job there, mm-hmm. maybe too reminiscent of like, oh, it's the same path, and right. You know, he would be part of a thing there, or I guess a part of a puzzle there, but like with, with like Mutiny, he has like a real place there. Right. And um, bored. He just seemed bored. Yeah. yeah he did yeah. seem really bored. Yeah. And tuning out there like, oh, gosh. <laughs> also, that guy's story was not nearly Mm-mm. as funny as his. And I'm thinking, what kind of job can you just throw coffee on the wall and say, is that black? And then they just don't fire you? It's the 80s. Dude. I guess. Yeah, so it's it's the 80s, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know you were, what, 30 in the 80s? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you lived through it. Yeah, I haven't aged a day, though. No, you haven't. I do like how the show touches on like the, the sexism that still existed yeah. back then and yeah. the homophobia, and I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So let's talk about Donna, who's not talking about her abortion. She's Gordon. not. Um, we did talk about them in the in the, um, the house there. Um, Extortion in the Playhouse? Yeah, Extortion yeah. in the Playhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that should have been the name of the episode. It's going to be the spinoff. Yes. <laughs> I would I would watch that show. Yeah, it's, it's like a great web series, you know, <laughs> just so. three minutes. If Cantwell and Rogers read it, I'll watch it. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. She she had the moment with camera. We're gonna talk about that. Um, let's talk about them losing Joni. Um, <laughs> you know, Joni runs away. She thinks she's caused the argument. Um, while they're sitting in there in in the playhouse, I thought that was a nice moment for Gordon to reassure her that. You know, it's got nothing to do with you. Are you going to get a divorce? Do Do you think that she's seriously considering divorce, or is this just, you know, it just happened? What I think, I think based it. on the words she she's like, you know, she says, "I don't want to be the person that leaves someone that with a disease or something along those lines," right. but I will. And I think that shows her state of mind. Like, first mm-hmm. off, I don't want to do this, but I will if you push me that far. So, and when she's talking to Joni, she didn't say, "No, mommy and daddy aren't getting a divorce." True. Blah, blah blah. They. You know, she's very honest. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but I also thought it was interesting in that moment when Gordon was like, I didn't lose this kid on purpose. And she also didn't reassure him that she didn't think that that was the case. Yeah. Well, he would think that she might have, but I guess, I know. She's, not, I guess she's just not thinking about his... She's not trusting him right now in every is, way possible. There's really. a very good reason yeah. not to trust right. him. Well, he's been untrustworthy, too, in the past, even before the affair. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's yes. certainly been very unreliable before. Yeah. I, do, I do like him trying to at least reassure her that like this wasn't an episode you know she did call him out on the whole like therapy thing him not taking that seriously mm-hmm. really kind of getting in his business there but is is there I guess is there a specific reason that we think that she didn't tell him about the abortion because even you know on the plane there they seem to be kind of like okay now they decided to go off together they're going to try to get a blank slate there yeah and they're, they can't have a clean slate yeah exactly but, you know, he, he says, okay, well, maybe we can try to have another. Which, by the way, Gordon, terrible timing, dude. Terrible this timing. is not the time. It hasn't been that long. It's well, all, I guess yeah, it's been a month. It is, it, and it is a popular thing that real couples do. It's like, oh, marriage is tough. Let's have a baby. Do? Is that what married couples that's do? That's what married couples do. do. <laughs> I read a lot of books on what do married couples do. And okay. that's what they solve their problems through fornicating. Um, <laughs> fornicating? Yes, it's with, not called that if you're married. Procreating, maybe? It's not called that if you're married? No, fornicating is if you're it's not out married. Of, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's out of wedlock. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was in the 80s. In the 2000s. I don't think do the definition's changed. I don't think it's changed one bit. Guys, you guys aren't reading the right definitions. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so anyway, what anyway. do we think is there a reason that she's not going to come clean? here because she's got ample opportunity and she should she totally should 
Yeah, I guess I don't. Is it a control thing where as long as she doesn't say. have, uh, as long as she doesn't say that, she kind of has the upper hand in that. And if as long as it's a secret, then you know she doesn't have to deal with that truth. And there's so much out of her control, you know, in her life in this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and we never t- did we touch on Gordon's last moment. I was oh, going to say because Donna seemed like the most, the most like desperate character mm-hmm. at the end. I mean, she seemed truly almost broken and not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. And then, but Gordon now that spiral just hit a period too with that yeah. with the Joe reveal. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that's yeah. awful. Well, we can get into that. Um, I mean, Joe offers him a very solid job there. But we um, knew he wouldn't take it, right? Well, we knew he wouldn't take it because at this point he realizes he his, his, place, his place is with his family. Yeah. He's got to save this. Wait, wait. Right, but Joe also, you know, is such a spontaneous, calls him up, let me come over, let's right. talk about it now. Okay, well then, fine, screw you, I'm going to go start my own business. I mean, he he does. he's not very, um, I mean... I mean, he it wasn't really offer a screw the, you. No, but I mean, it was. Well, no, that's true. That was that was harsh. That was, yeah. that was harsh. really harsh, okay, you guys. Yeah. No, that's okay. Wow, I know you're friends with him and everything. I know you're red hat and it's like flies <laughs> out of you like Spitfire, but yes. I know that was really mean. No, but I do feel like a little impatient. Or what's <laughs> mm-hmm. the right word? Oh, well, sure. I mean, okay. So there's a the moment reactionary. where reactionary. Thank you. Yeah, was, there's the Not moment where fornic- fornicating. Okay, <laughs> they were fornicating. <laughs> None clearly, of these words. <laughs> none of these words. There, there's a the moment. where where Gordon goes to Joe's apartment. Coitus. Um, no coitus there. <laughs> coitus. Yeah, one Pops more time. For the oh, we saw Donna's finale. panties. Uh, those are shorts, Dave. No, no she took her, she her I saw her panties. <laughs> and, yeah, and Cameron had butt showing in her. This was a very uh, ass-centric episode. I don't remember. The oh, her jeans butt. were there. Her jeans were right in her butt. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow. Good eye, Dave. Good eye. Okay, well, I'm going to try to bring it back to the show. (laughs) That's all part of the show. It is part of the show. Um, She did wear underwear before she put on those really attractive jammies. Those are the least sexy underwear I've ever seen. We did not see underwear. Those were shorts. No. I saw a half butt cheek. And then she took her bra off. She did, but those were shorts. Those were like pajama shorts. I hope she was wearing jockey for her, because that would make me really happy. Okay. (laughs) I hope they refer to the loom. Oh yeah, for the loom, yes, the grapes. The I'm Isaac sorry, Isaac, because like the kids are talking. On the inside. Go ahead, Isaac. No, I just want to talk about Gordon going over to his apartment there. Yes, uh, I like Gordon going over there to mm-hmm. to check on him. He's worried about him to doing make things something right. Tra- he's also worried about him doing something drastic. Yeah, which he's in a very low place. He's like, I've never seen him like this. Mm-hmm. After Joe comes and visits him first in the garage. Gives him the uh, the prom chip there from the first computer that they or the the part that they re-engineered last season. Um, seems like he's got some sentimental value to it. But um, what do we think about him? I guess offering Gordon the job and then Gordon not taking it. Well, he couldn't take it. I mean, yeah. there's just no way. I thought there, uh, Joe could have maybe done like a little bit better job of like. Understanding that, okay, maybe can we just like talk about? Let's have coffee. Like it was seemed like he was always like, let me come over. Yes, and then, sure. I mean, I guess they both went on such polar directions in that conversation. Gordon shut him down pretty he soundly, shut him down pretty hard. and then he was all alone, which is something. I mean, that's also the last shot of the thing. Cause I'm standing alone in that huge right. office space, but um, it seems like. You know, he he has that line where he's like, you know, where he goes back to bond him after he had the first meeting where they ridiculed him, called him like, I don't know, something terrible. I wrote it down. I can't see it. But um, it was just, you know, him trying. Oh, the one where they invited him, him well, in out yeah, of morbid curiosity? First they invited oh, yeah. him in morbid curiosity. Psychopath. Yeah. Like, psychopath. Just, they called him a psychopath. Psychopath, which was, which was pretty rough. Because he did, like he says, like, you know, you try to play by the rules. 
You think everything's going to work out fine, and then it doesn't. So then he goes in there with someone else's idea again, and then offers them, you know, this thing. But I think that he genuinely did want to be in partnership with Gordon again. It's been the theme this entire season. season. I mean, this nothing is new this episode. I mean, mm-hmm. every every episode, Joe is trying to go to somebody with a good idea and trying mm-hmm. to be a good guy, and he's getting shut down or effed over each time. And right. it's hard to wonder how genuinely well-meaning Joe is. I mean, he seems well-meaning, and then yeah. he, the way he kind of backpedals or backtracks or re-navigates mm-hmm. something is not always the best route. Well, sure. he, he gave that speech to that guy. He got called a psychopath. He's like, you know what? I've been trying to look out for something along the lines I've been looking out for everybody, and then I realize like maybe everybody's just looking out for themselves, or who's looking after me, or something along those lines. So yeah, saying, that's the whole thing about him trying to play the rules. Yeah, yeah saying but, like I, I try to do some things authentically, but then I realize not everybody else is yeah. doing that. Well, yeah, yeah. Gordon, Gordon makes a solid point. Like, look, you are a good guy, but you make it really hard to see. Yeah, you know, like it's hard to tell that you're a good guy. It is hard to tell. I mean, that's yeah. why Joe's such an interesting character. Yeah, yeah, and that's the way that Lee Pace plays him there. So he sells the thing for ten million dollars. Crazy. Man, antivirus, I guess that's where that came from. All in a floppy disk. Which makes me think, like, (laughs) when you buy an antivirus for your computer, is that just marketing, or do we actually really need it? Good. Well, I've had viruses take down my computer. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a real thing, but it's just interesting that, that that's such a more... That was a more booming business than the other business that he was in. Yeah, you would think before the age of the internet, how many viruses could even get into your computer that well? I mean, actually, you couldn't get a lot of them, but yeah. it's, it's it's on the horizon. Now. Yeah. Um, uh, before we talk to you, Megan, about what yes. you're doing in your fabulous acting career, we got a Back to the Future reference finally. That was great. 1985. I've been waiting for it. Thank you, Cantwell and Rogers. That was really nice. But it was, and it was just barely like it Bodie, just Bodie was by. talking about it as they were getting on the plane. Oh, like if, you, yeah, he's if talking, he's in love with a girl, oh, guy named Marty, if she's in love with a guy named Marty, right? Didn't he say something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I heard you guys yelling. I didn't know what it was about. I, I think yelling is a kind of a I've strong way of ears. putting it. Don't of you think show. that's a little strong? Seems like a leap <laughs> to me. Uh, so, Megan, before we get out of here, talk yes. to us about what you got going on. Well, I'm glad you asked, Isaac. Um, I'm actually in the middle of doing a live sketch show awesome. right now um, in West Hollywood. Awesome. It's called uh, Clam Bake Weenie Roast. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, it's a, cooking, uh, a cooking show. It's a, it is. That's yeah. exactly. Yep. How did you know? I, you I've been, seen yeah, it? Been, I love clams. <laughs> sure what about weenies? No, I trust. I'll leave that to Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I started uh, my, my friend Trent Ward and I. We, uh, mm-hmm. he, we wrote it. He wrote most of it. Um, awesome. I wrote a couple of sketches. It runs about an hour. It's uh, sketches, video, sketches and videos that we've done that we're in. I play about, I would say, 12 different characters in the course of an evening, including Spock, if you guys are Star Trek wow. fans. I wish you could have played each of those during today's show. <laughs> I will. I'll do that. <laughs> you know, if you have time. me back, I'll okay. do it next time. Deal. Deal. Uh, we would love to have you yeah. back. You also got a couple of things on IMDb. I saw projects uh, coming up. Or oh, those? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, Max Steel. I'm going to be Max Steel. is coming out this summer. Right. Gosh, this Sick. summer. Wow. Where did July go? It's coming out, I think, at the end of this month. Yeah. Oh, so, right. yeah. Awesome. This, awesome. It just hit me how fast this summer is going. Yes. Yeah, it's almost over. So, yeah. Just like life. Just <laughs> like life. It's almost, <laughs> almost over. over every day. Um, well, let. Um, if, do you have anything else? No, that's it for okay. now. Come um, see the show. Let's predict about if there is a season three. When are we going to hear? Oh, no. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Yeah. What's happening? This is how we predict. This is how we predict. Um, we don't know if there's going to be a season three. Last year, I believe it was like maybe a month or so after the season wrapped it, they announced that there was going to be a season two, so hopefully we'll hear that. But Dave, what do you think, season three? Well, 
one of our guests, I won't say which one, I remember saying that uh, this season, I believe, was even lower than last season, uh, but that it all kind of depends on the DVR and uh, online numbers. So yeah. it'll probably take, I would say, they need to count all that up and see... Uh, See how all that is. I really like this season. Me I too. love it. I yeah. think it deserves another episode. Uh, definitely season. does. Mm-hmm. Especially the since they Laverne and Shirley did and moved they to California. <laughs> I think they could do a better yes. job marketing this show. I think people, as I did, do not know what this show is about. And the title does not give it away. It doesn't. And it's, that's true. You just don't get it. So, and, you know, sure. Lee Pace is great. So, I mean, I, Mad Men did take some time to find its legs. Mm-hmm. Um, AMC was willing to give that show a shot and look where that turned out. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's a similar thing here with this show. Um, it has a similar vibe for sure. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, look, if it's if it's solid writing, then let's give let's give it another shot. And that's mm-hmm. kind of I think what they did this season. So, yeah, AMC I mean, always does really great stuff. And yeah, I mean, I do. love the, I love this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there, I hope it has. Another and there season. is a void left there by Mad Men being over. Yeah. That's true. Good point. Good point. Over, so. I feel like this is a show worthy of a season three. What do you what do you think is going to happen next season? Well, I mean, I know what I want to have happen. Well, let's hear it. The Goodwill Hunting moment where Tom <laughs> shows up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that would be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, I don't know. I feel like Joe's going to be up to some shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans? Don't you think? I mean, I, he, because yeah. even if he, when he doesn't try to, he's, <laughs> he's up to... To shenanigans. I mean, they did. They do set it up pretty well for them to be out there and to have a season three for yeah, sure. They certainly do. I think that uh, Marty McFly is going to come back in the time machine and reverse the whole season. So they can your prediction of again. JSR them flushing that out uh, did not come true. JGL, Will Doc Brown be there too? In your prediction, I, is I, Doc I, Brown he there? He better be there. <laughs> Um, no, I think that I think that the Gordon Donna thing is going to end next season. Yeah, that's going to go it does south. Happen. You think bad? Um, yeah, it's not going to. This isn't. Uh, this isn't a good fix for them. Just to like okay. go and have another baby. California doesn't solve your California. problems. No, solved all my problems. Also, the, like most <laughs> from of, Michigan. Yes. Yeah. Also, Did most you have the, problems in Michigan. <laughs> so many <laughs> stock problems. Most of their money's gone. So um, that's going to happen. Problems um, in Grand Haven. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we're ending the show. I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. sorry. I also want to mention that Kevin Ross, who we had in here, edited this episode and did a fine job. Oh, there. great. So, yeah, you. great job yeah. to him. Um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. No um, tears. No tears. Um, thanks so much for Megan coming in here today. Thanks, Megan. Great having you guys. That was fun. Yes. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Also, thanks to Josh Hoover for joining us this season, Kevin Ross, and John Vitale. Who joined us, Dave? Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me uh, Go Blue Dave on Twitter, Dave Abbott on Instagram. You can find me every Saturday at the Next Door Lounge doing a murder mystery show. We got a new murder mystery coming for Halloween, so if you've already seen the show, come again. And you can find Isaac and I for the new yeah, season of Narco. You want to you want to push that? I, I was maybe going to get there when get it's it. my turn, Dave. Get it. It's your turn now. <laughs> no, it's Megan's. Oh, turn. Megan, go. Oh for no, it. what's no? Well, I want to hear what no, you guys are doing. No, no, we want to hear where people can follow you online. Oh, You're they can find me career. at uh, Megan underscore Hayes. That's mm-hmm. my Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, I'm Megan Hayes actor. Yeah. And you can also find out about uh, the sketch show at megatrent.com. Awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram, The Isaac Johnson. I've also got a YouTube channel, The Isaac Johnson, where you can check out my music video. Um, and you can also catch me and Dave doing the Narcos review of the new Netflix series about Pablo Escobar, 
A lot of Coke. Dave and I will not be doing Coke, but the show is about making nice. Coke. We're going to do milk powder to symbolize it, but yeah, not You can do whatever you like, Dave. I won't be doing this banter of remains, right? It you remains. If we don't kill each other first. <laughs> We'll see, but thanks so much for joining us this season, and hopefully thanks, we'll see you for season three. All right, peace out. Be good. good. Night. I love you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.